Hello. Welcome to episode 60. I just told you what number it was. Well, I knew last week was like 50-something. Don't be pushing us back into the 50s. 50s is past. It's old news. It's gone. It's gone. (laughs) We're in the 60s, baby. I I couldn't see that from there. There's like a a number at the top of each recording, and I was was desperately trying to see what it said. Yep, 60 weeks of uh, glorious Why were you just laughing at me? Because you were complaining about the side of the the table that your tea was on. You're like, I just can't, I can't have the tea on this side. <laughs> like I just it was said, some kind of <laughs> Jack put it on the left side, right? I'm right-handed. Well, it's my right. It's probably why I put it there. I do, I do do that a lot. I am. I a made bit, your I tea. A, How about thanks a... for the tea? I'm just going to shift this over to my appropriate <laughs> you hand. Did say thank you. Well, thank you. Okay. I'm I'm very much a bit of a princess, I think. <laughs> Do you think? Yes. No, I'm not. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was on my left side. I just said, Jack. No, it sounds horrible if I repeat it. It does. I just thought I was like, Jack. How am I supposed to drink that? Put it on the- <laughs> no. How am I supposed to move it with my own hands to the appropriate side of the table? Do you know what it is? I just like being looked after. I know you do. I think in another life I was royalty. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> I do. Oh. I feel like Queen Victoria's soul lives within me. Wow. That's quite a statement. That's quite scary, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> I've already said it. Oh, dear me. Well, we it's currently have um, Typhoon Chanthu, Chanthu. Bar- barreling oh. its way towards us. Do you know what us. I thought you were saying? Mm. Like chance in Japanese. Chance. Like, chance. <laughs> no. I thought you were saying Typhoon, like. Typhoon. <laughs> Chanthu. Chanthu. I think it's just gone past Kyushu. Why would they call it that? I mean, they, they give it. I suppose because it's originated in Asia somewhere. It's been given an Asian name. But Thu, like T H, is very difficult to pronounce or, or for. Japanese to pronounce. Yeah, but if they don't it speak probably English. hasn't come from Japan. It's come from, well, it hasn't. It's come from another Asian country who maybe can say Thu. Maybe it's not even pronounced Chan Thu. Maybe it's like Chan Su or Chan, like you just said. Oh, uh, right. You know. Anyway, yeah, we have a typhoon on the way. Yeah. But it was supposed to rain continuously from last night to this morning, but it's just stopped. It might be like the last one where you. You get all this hype about it, you know, and then it's actually not that bad. But I did see that five people were injured, so uh, oh, it can't goodness. be that not serious, you know. Well, sometimes it changes course, obviously. But we've been on the outskirts of a typhoon before, and it is horrendous. The, the, oh, it's just started raining again. Okay. Well, if it gets real bad, apologies for that, because we just can't control the weather, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For some um, reason, it always likes to do it on a weekend, you know, when we generally record. Mm. There we go. There we go. Um, have you had a good week? Yes. Did yeah. we say our names today? We keep forgetting this, don't we? I what? think we did. Well, my name's Jack. Yeah, I did. My name's Jodie. No, I don't think I did. Wow. Well, if you've never listened to the podcast before, we usually say, my name's Jack. <laughs> my name's Jodie. Yeah. But we live in Japan. <laughs> Should we just restart and like, say no, everything again? No, It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I wouldn't restart it, really. We're a married couple from the UK, and we've been living in Japan for the past three years and a bit. Can I ask you a question, Jack? No. Yes, of course you can. 
Am I too old to wear dungarees? It's dungarees, by the way. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Dungarees. Dungarees. No, of course you're not. Would you tell me when I am? Because I honestly feel like I will never be too old but to wear dungarees. Like, are you... I don't think you're really ever too old to wear anything, are you? It's your confidence in wearing it. You've talked me that before. Yeah, I know, but if it's if it's me... Not that I would wear, like, a baby's play suit or something like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You I do think, grow out of some things. I mean, I think men can wear dungarees. Oh, you mean a play... What's I a mean, play I'm suit? Not, I'm probably using the incorrect Oh, you mean, term. like, a baby... Like a onesie thing? Yeah, you know, those ones with, like, the press studs on the bottom. You pop oh, them open God. and, like, change a nappy. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. No, that would be weird. <laughs> um, no, it's just because, you know, I was thinking... Of course you're not too... Because I've been wearing dungarees the last few days. Not even 30. Dungarees. Sorry, I keep saying dungarees. I didn't know I did that. Dungarees. I, I, think, I think I thought it was like jeans. Like, like eens. Oh, dungarees. Like the eens came from jeans. Yeah. I actually, I think I prefer dungarees because it sounds... You just said dungarees? I, I intentionally said dungarees. Oh. <laughs> I think I prefer dungarees because, it, you know, when you say dungarees, it sounds like you haven't finished the word... Well, that's what I thought. Haven't, you haven't rounded it off with the... Mm. Mm. Anyway, I've been wearing dungarees all week. Um, I honestly think the nursery kids are more um, 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 responsive, depending on what clothes I wear. And Probably. the dungarees were very good. Mm. I think because I look like a clown. <laughs> you get their attention like that. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, you look like a, like a... The clown's arrived. I don't know. It's fun time. Anyway, it made me look younger, I think, probably. Yeah. But I remember, like, I used to live in dungarees. I always have, but there's this picture of me when I was, like, 13 or 14, and I'm wearing, like, a stripy T-shirt with mm. the dungarees. I still have that T-shirt. I have it with me. It's, like, my favourite. And I was like, oh, I'll wear that today. And... I just thought, am I too old to wear that now? <laughs> of course you're not. Like, I've been wearing that same T-shirt for, like, more than ten years. I mean, you could have washed it, like, but, you know. I've definitely <laughs> washed it, Jack. It's all, like, torn and stuff, though, but I just... I know, I know which one you mean. No, you're not too old to wear it. I, I think a lot of these things are just dominated by, you know... Like, people say things, don't they? They say that things should be or are a certain way, but they're not. Mm. Like, this is my... I don't know if we've spoken about this before... But this is my reasoning for thinking that breakfast food should not exist. It should be, you can eat whatever you like in, in the morning. Oh, you mean specifically? Yeah. You know, no. people say, no, you can't eat, you can't eat steak breakfast. in the morning. Nonsense. I need to say a bad word then. Nonsense. You can eat steak whenever you like. It can I be think breakfast it's just food. a bit heavy for the morning and then you go the not rest. Not for me. I could, I could oh. wake up and eat steak any day. No, you'd go straight back to sleep if you ate a steak for breakfast. Oh, maybe. Maybe. That's the point. It has to be something light just to start the day. You, you can't... You Why? Can't, I mean, you can eat whatever you want, right? But you're going to feel heavy for the rest of the morning. And you know that's, what? I'm going to try it. One of these one, one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> one, for one week, and I would challenge anyone else out there to do it. Don't eat breakfast food. Eat food that you would eat, like, in the evening. No just, one just wants try to it. do that, Jack. How do you know? Might uh, start a revolution. <laughs> Okay, Join maybe in. maybe great. maybe they do. I don't know, but I know if I eat <laughs> me speaking for everyone, <laughs> I, I know a lot. All of the pe- normal people. No, know. no, 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 no. I know a lot of people that um, 
don't even eat breakfast because they can't stomach it that early in the morning. Like, they feel sick if they eat breakfast. I, I can appreciate that feeling. I often don't feel like eating. So I can't imagine, is what I should say, not that no one wants to do that. I can't imagine mm. many people wanting to do that, is how I should have phrased that sentence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I think it just irks me. It just grinds my gears. That's one of my favourite words. It's a cool word, isn't it? It, it grinds my gears mm. when it's like, no, you you can't eat that because that's not a Brit. Who says? I don't do think I mean? anyone says you can't eat that, Jack. I've, I just, I feel it, you know. I feel the social pressure of <laughs> tag who? breakfast food. If you want to spend that much money on steak every morning. That's a pricey breakfast, isn't it? That's, that's like, the other thing. That's the breakfast of a king. The other thing is how often do you actually eat steak? Yeah, not really. Like, often. very rarely. Or right, how about chicken? Is chicken acceptable for breakfast? Um, sure. I yeah. mean, whatever. Eat whatever you want. It's just that breakfast food is so good. Why would you want to change it? Like pancakes and English breakfast. I think I don't. Waffles. I'm not as keen on the sweet stuff for breakfast. Maybe that's why you don't like it. Like I'm veering off towards I want savoury. I want, you know, mm. all the salty goodness in the morning. Well, to be fair, you, there was a there, <laughs> we went to like this um, breakfast place, and they did like all these amazing pancakes, and they did like um, like American style like pancakes and uh, oh, that place was a bit good. of bacon and egg and tomato. Hmm. And Jack goes, "I'm going to order a burger," and he orders this massive burger and fries for breakfast, and I'm there with my little pancake and <laughs> a bit of syrup. Oh, it's magical. I wanted to say to you, Jodie, what um, what makes you cringe? Cringe? Yeah, you know, there's some... some Everyone has things that make them cringe and they're just like, ooh, like they, they're retracting themselves when they see it or hear it or experience it. And you just, you almost can't bear to be living in those few mm. seconds that you experience the thing. What makes you cringe? What really makes me cringe is seeing myself in the past like if I'd made YouTube videos or posts or like I don't know said things I'm like oh why did I say that like because your opinion changes and you know that the people will either remember those things or they'll um they'll see them yeah, I but, mean, I think everyone fears that, don't they, in a way? Yeah, like, so, like, this, even this recording, maybe in another 10 years. I think we've passed that stage. I hope we've passed that stage. Mm. But I feel like in another 10 years I'll listen to this and be like, oh, God. Yeah, I think it's inevitable, you know, you, you get this weird shame about your about yourself because you do change, don't you? Every mm. few years you, you change in your mentality and the way you look and dress and all that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of it comes down to you don't really recognise that person anymore. Mm. It's almost like looking at a different person yeah, who has resemblances to you and you're like, who's this fraudster? That's what it feels like a bit, you know? But you, like, I think because you, you change so much, like you said, but also you've learnt so much and you, I don't know, like like we were talking about this last week about the TikTok and how these kids are putting videos on. Mm they will look back at those videos in five or six years' time and be like, oh, oh no. They will hate them, but, like, we can see it now. Yeah. We can look at those videos of and, and the dancing and stuff and be like, that's cringy. You're going to not like that. 
But like, it's fine, you know, I think everybody has to go through that. But it's just, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know what to say. If like a, a, like a kid or someone was like, oh, look at this TikTok, do you think it's cool? It's like, well, sure. Like, yeah. yeah. But you're going to hate that. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, Everyone true. thinks you're cool right now. Like, think about like MySpace stage. I'm not going to go into this again because we spoke about it last week. But our era was like the emo fringe and taking a selfie from like... um up in the air. Yeah, up in the air, like a bird's eye view, yeah. which made your face look cute and your eyes look big. And everyone loved that. Mm. It was like, oh, it's so cute or like, oh, whatever. No, it's so dated. And now it's it? like everyone, like people, young kids now look at that and they're like, oh, it's so cringy. <laughs> it's like, oh, so yeah. old. <laughs> you will be cringy, trust me. Yeah. You will be cringy one day. <laughs> okay, so is there anything else besides the um, past representations of yourself and other people? I think the cringe always comes from awkwardness or social situations or... Oh, yeah, some some social situations can really just be... Them, they can be terrible, can't they? They can make you feel... Like, I can't think... Like, make your skin crawl. <laughs> I just... Does cringing exist in other areas other than Social people? situations. Or just, like, if people do something cringy, like... It does for me. In what? I can't think of anything. Okay, here's one of the things that makes me cringe. I've got several. In fact, I could probably write a book on things this that make me cringe. This is very exciting for me. Nonsense words. Okay. Particularly in songs. Oh. I. That makes me cringe so bad. And really? I, I've got no idea why. Like what? Like what? Like, um... What's a good cringe song? Oh, I know, I know. I um, mean, okay, let's say the genre of um, scatting. Oh, you don't like scatting? I cannot stand scatting. Yeah, you don't like it. It makes me like, I just want to not be in the same room as the as the yeah. sound of the scatting. So, like, the Jungle Book. So the shitly bop bop. Oh, God, get out of the room. Leave my ears alone. I can't stand it. Really? I feel embarrassed now. What's what's the one from the Jungle Book? When he's like, but that and that and that and that at the end. That kind of I just I hate it. I don't but what makes me cringe is I think the fact that it makes me cringe. Like, I'm, I'm cringing at myself because I don't really know what it is that's bothering me so much. Um, what's that Beatles song? Well, there's probably loads of Beatles songs where they're just talking nonsense. Oh. Uh, um, when I'm 64. It's, it's just like, like made-up stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like odd, odd sounds and odd words. Like, oh, God. Agadu. <laughs> Agadu grind my gears. Really? What is Agadu? That song, I just, I can't stand it. Really? That's one of those things, songs that should never have existed. Oh, it's for kids, isn't it? Well, what poor, about poor like kids um, is all I can say. I tell the witch doctor, da, 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 that song. And then the witch doctor, he's a ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ting, tang, bing, bang. Yeah, I get that, I get that, I get that. Awful. Awful. That's a, good, like, that's a very good point. That's so, a very good point. Or like, oh my god, the best cringeable time was the crazy fog. That's so. Yeah. 
I cringe at that. Like, <sighs> you know, Jay from The Inbetweeners, mm. he's like cringe, like level 2000. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. The cringe meister. Even me saying that is cringy. Cringe meister general. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, God. I don't know what it is about it. just random sounds. I I don't like it at all. What else makes you cringe? This is fascinating. Um, what else makes you cringe? You did just say you could write a book on it. Okay, this is a good segue into what I wanted to go into. Silly phrases. I think oh. it's just a silly. I I love things that are stupid and silly. That's mm. like that's my sense of humour, which yeah. makes it seems to contradict itself. But phrases that don't seem to have any like it just seems so you know off the mark so particularly i think would say in the uk we have a lot of these funny phrases that people mm. just throw out and they don't even think about them oh black over bill's mothers there you go that's a Ooh. that's a classic uh what you say black country more probably black country yeah you should probably explain what it means because um, a lot of people go what if there's like <laughs> if there's like a cloud that's far away and it's dark like a dark cloud in the distance. Yeah. It's that's what you say. It's black over Bill's mother's. So obviously Bill's mother lives over there. Who's Bill? That's the thing. Who's, Who's Bill? Bill? Where did this come from? Why are we talking about his mother? Yeah, but it just like if there's a black cloud in the distance. I wanted to um, go over <laughs> a couple of like more traditional British. Oh, this is exciting. Britishisms today, and just. See if you're familiar with them or see what you think about them. Before the first you, one, by the way, I oh, think okay. it's probably the best. Go on, before you... I was going to say, before you get into this, I, I, like there was a very British thing that happened that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Oh, go for it. So my brother sent me this video, <laughs> and it was um, this massive swan hmm. um, surrounded by, like, three or four policemen <laughs> and one, um, like... Uh, lady of the community <laughs> the local community like ushering this swan across a park like they called the police because this swan was like on a car park or something right. and like just living here in japan and like and then seeing something like that i'm like that is the most british thing i've ever seen yeah like, oh, do come get this swan. This, He's causing this, havoc in the car park. bloody swan. <laughs> get bloody, him out of my garden. Call 999. This poor, <laughs> this poor swan is lost on the car park, darling. Quick. They're trying to herd him out of the area. Yeah. Yeah, that's, God, that's so British, isn't it? Yeah. I, you just reminded me of something else then. They, just, they, they got their coat, by the way, they got their coats off. You know, like they got like a barricade around the swan with their coats I'm like trying to pr- make it think that it's not in the yeah it's just like deadly serious like these three policemen like get this swan away from it must have been a real quiet day well that that was like a little like a little village you know that all oh, these right. things happen in little villages and it's like the biggest talk of the town like oh did you see that swan on Wednesday I mean we know what that's like don't we he living was, in yeah <laughs> living in one here <laughs> he was uh, he was in the car park Oh, he wasn't, was he? That's like the talk of the town. Yeah. <laughs> you never guess the post office closed half an hour early on Wednesday. That swan has probably got, like, fans and everything. It's probably got a name and is, is the swan. What, like his own Instagram? No, like like just ev- all the locals oh, like a, know Like a resident is. swan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is our local swan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
It's just so funny. Anyway, I had to mention that because it was... No, it's fine. You just reminded me of something else, actually. Have you ever heard this before? Citizen's Arrest? Yes. <laughs> there's, One, some... there's someone I... That's cringy. <laughs> it is cringy. Well, someone I knew I knew was, was a... Could, could perform a citizen's arrest. Do you, what, do you have to be qualified? I, I, uh, my oh, understanding well. is anyone can perform a citizen's arrest. It is your right as a British oh, that, citizen. That's true, but... <laughs> Which in itself is Citizens cringy. Arrest. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. My neighbour did it once. No. Yeah. I don't even know what the situation was. I just heard it from a great distance. Like it, I was in my garden or something. I just heard this. I performed a citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Who says that? That is really funny. Oh god. I, mean, I it's performed quite, a citizen's arrest. It's quite <laughs> it's quite sad if you feel the need to do that. To perform a citizen's arrest. I mean, like, if you're in a situation where you, like, you know, you're scared. Oh, and you mean it's got to the point where you feel like you need to arrest someone? Yeah, that is scary. But the word and the thing in itself is quite... No, I was on about, like... It's so British. Oh, what is it? It's like volunteer police force or something. What are they called? Oh, I know what you mean. And yeah. they have, like, I a jacket and I everything. Of, I can't think of the word. Like, safety, like, patrol officer or something. But they don't get paid for it or anything. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, they volunteer and they get a vest. Yeah. Yeah, I knew someone that did that once. But he would use it to threaten staff. <laughs> okay, that's pretty Like, I'm a, I'm a patrol officer. It's like, okay. <sighs> well, don't, arrest, don't be doing that. You're going to arrest me for not lining up the bread correctly. That doesn't look good on anyone, that kind of he was, he was way of being. Annoying. Dear me. Anyway, um, yeah, let's have a look at some of these phrases. Oh, I'm excited. We're so awkward, aren't we? Oh, we're definitely a bit awkward. Okay. Have you ever heard this phrase? Sweet Fanny Adams. Yes. (laughs) Oh, dear me. A lot of Americans are thinking Fanny is buttocks, though. But I think that we are, are, um, in this day and age, (laughs) that's an annoying word as well. (laughs) In this day. Phrase. I think we are very much aware of the differences in, in British and American culture mm. because, like, because of, of, like, just how how accessible everything is and, like, we see videos from people all over the world all the time. So I think everyone knows what a fanny is <laughs> in the UK and what a fanny is in America now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, fanny used to be a name, right? It was yeah, name. it was a very common name. Actually, actually, someone in my family like had the name Fanny. There you go. And it's passed, it kind of passed down my family. So, like, my mom calls me Fanny Ann because <laughs> my middle name is Ann, and we had like someone in our family was called Fanny Ann. Well, do you know the situation that you would usually say, "Sweet Fanny Adams"? Um, I would I would say if it was like, "Oh my God." That's what I thought it was, but it's it's not. Oh. Okay, so on on this side it says, sadly, the meaning of this is very easy to pinpoint and refers to an eight-year-old Fanny Adams who was killed and dismembered <gasps> in Alton in 1867. No. So the Royal Navy reportedly came to refer to their poultry meat rations as Fanny Adams, which is the late, the initials are like F.A. Oh, my sweet. gosh. Sweet F.A., sweet nothing. It's like very little, you know. Oh my goodness! Which is, that's really like that's horrible. That's pretty horrendous, isn't it? That's very. That's see, that's extremely time. British too, because it we is. have such a dark 
We do have a dog. Morbid history, you know, mm-hmm. everything's to do with death and dismemberment. I think that's why our sense of humour is so dark and sarcastic. And yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a happier one, shall we? Wow, that's really interesting, though. Kicking the bucket. <laughs> that's not happy at all. Well, that means death. You died. That means death. So first mentioned in print in 1775, it's been suggested that the bucket refers to the old French bouquet for a balance or a trebuchet, which is like a fire weapon that you would, a siege weapon you'd fire stones at um, for hurling at an enemy. Don't know what that's got to do with, oh, I guess death, right? Mm. There you go, kicking the bucket. Wow. It was an old siege weapon. A bit of how's your father? How about that one? A bit oh. of how's your father? Oh, completely. You know what? I just can't remember at all. <laughs> you can't remember? No, I, I can't. Like, I know the phrase, but I just haven't heard it said in so long. Okay, look at my face. A bit of how's your father? Oh, is it like sexual? Yeah, of course it's sexual. <laughs> A bit of that. Again, why would you put father in in that kind of phrase? Do you know what I mean? I have no idea. Bit of how's your father? Anyway, this this expression is first credited to music hall comedian Harry Tate, who, when asked an awkward question, would reply with, how's your father? Oh. This was then used by First World War servicemen as a stand-in for all, all manner of implications, including the racy one it is now most often associated with. Does anyone say no. that anymore? I don't. I feel like. Uh, well, I know it, so. I, I feel like you could only say it in a comedic sense now. You couldn't say, "I've actually been around your father." <laughs> so weird. I don't think you. I don't think it would be said in that context. I think no. it would be like two like talking men. about other people. Yeah. Did you yeah, got, did you get a bit of how's your father or like? Yeah. True. Or like, you know, it wouldn't be said like from a man to a woman or. No. To well, imply that, that. Yeah, that would seem a bit. Odd, yeah, I don't it? think they'd do that. Bob's your uncle. Everyone's heard of that one, haven't they? Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. You know what's ironic? Is Bob... Is my uncle. Is both of our uncles. I'm your uncle, yeah. How funny is that? We both have an uncle, Bob. Bob's your uncle, if you don't know, means as simple as that. This expression is thought to date from the Victorian Prime Minister, Lord Salisbury, when he appointed his nephew, Arthur Balfour, as Chief Secretary for Ireland, a post most people considered him unfit for. However, from the 1900s, Bob was a generic name for an unknown man. That's pretty oh. sad, isn't it? She's like, it's Bob, it's Bob. I wondered why that that was a thing. I just thought because it was quite a common name. Yeah. But you know, it was like, oh, our Bob or this Bob or like, or like John as well is like that too, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, you just like, you just call someone John and John, it can yeah. mean like, you don't know their names, you just yeah. call them John. Um, Going back to. um. There was one that you said that I wanted to comment on. Oh, the, the kick in the bucket thing. Yes. Um, it's like Saved by the Bell. It reminded me of Saved by the Bell. Oh, Saved by the Bell, yeah. Yeah. But Do you I reckon think... that's an American one? That sounds very American to me. Yeah, it could be. But the um, it would be because when people <laughs> were buried, a lot of people were buried alive, weren't they? Oh, accidentally, yeah. That's what you mean. So they started tying a string to their finger and attaching a bell to it um, and people would ring that that's a good point if they were buried alive so they'd be saved by the bell I wonder how often that happened I think it happened a lot that's a lot I mean, it happened a lot yeah anyway God, can you imagine if you were buried alive accidentally and then you, you started waggling your finger frantically to ring the bell and you realised that 
no one wanted you to come back to life, so they just ignored the <gasps> Jake, bell. That's horrible. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh my God, I just got goosebumps. Ooh, shiver me timbers. Said no one ever probably in history. I don't know where that comes from. Um, Pirates. We know this one, don't we? The apple of my eye. Yeah, but where does that come from? The apple um, of my eye. This Jack, phrase. Jack is the apple of my eye. Which, appear, which appears in the King, King James Bible and also in Shakespeare's A Midsummer's Night's Dream. Oh. Refers to a time when the pupil of the eye was thought to be a solid object. What? What's that got to do with apples? The yeah, apple of my eye. Doesn't make much sense, does it? No. Thought to be a solid object. Is it actually apple, like A-P-P-L-E? Yes, the apple of my eye. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I, don't, I need to look into that one more. Hmm. Um, oh, a flash in the pan. Does that mean, like... Um, if you put oil in the pan and it fires up. A flash in the pan is, the meaning is like it's a sudden thing, right? It's yeah, a, it's so just like, It's just a sudden, like, bit of chaos that happens. Yeah. Just a flash in the pan and then it's gone. But it comes, so from, like, it comes from the oil. It comes from, uh, well, it's thought to have come from when flintlock muskets used to have small pans to hold gunpowder. And if oh. the gunpowder, gunpowder flared up, Without a bullet being fired, it was called a flash in the pan. Mm. I guess this was like gunpowder's pretty volatile, isn't it? I suppose. So it's like a, it's almost like a fake reaction, isn't it? Or it's a, you, you know, know, it's a bluster. You know what I, I never really think about when I think about like, oh my goodness, yeah, that's cicada. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cicada, can't you join? Join. It's because it rained. They've come out. Um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they mentioned like a. A battle that went on with guns but I d- I've never really thought about this before but how long it takes to reload a weapon or how long it used to take to reload a weapon Whatever. so imagine you're like on the battlefield yep. and you're there like reloading a weapon and I don't know how long it takes like four minutes or something it's not as like it's not quick is it Let's put so it that way. you imagine it like bang 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 or whatever but it's not like that is it it's going to be like oh bang hold on a minute Yep, and then you could get shot in that point as well. Most probably did. And then also the amount of times that it would misfire. Yeah. Which I guess would be a, a flash in the pan, effectively. Flash in the barrel. And and then the pressure you'd feel as well, because, like... How many of those... They would just be deaf, wouldn't they? They wouldn't be able to hear anything. Yeah. It's not like they would go around wearing earplugs or wear ear protectors. Mm. I mean, if, I suppose if they were firing cannons, they might just, like, put the hand over their ears, but that's not going to... Still do yeah. very much, is it? I reckon the vibrations from those things is enough to cause enough damage. You can tell that we just we've never used guns. <laughs> it's just not in our. It's totally out of our yeah. culture, isn't it? I only, that I type only of, like old warfare. It's you can't even imagine what it was like. No, I only shot one once when I was in air cadets hmm. as like a thing, part of the exercise thing. Yeah, I think I'm always amazed, but you know. In, in films, you see people firing guns, mm. and you think and about no the, there's no kickback. Yeah, it's like that thing would fly out of your hand straight into your forehead and probably knock you out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I've seen videos of people firing these like desert eagles and stuff, mm. and the kickback off them is just unbelievable. Like mm. you need to have a strength of a, a bloody ox to, yeah, you know, to keep what? it. 
position. The thing that, because I had like a, I think it was an, what was it, AK-47, I want to say. AK-47, are you Russian? Why? Then isn't that a Russian weapon? Yeah, I think it was that. AK, what else is there? Is it some kind of, like, automatic rifle, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I'm speaking know. like I know anything about guns. I have literally no idea about... It definitely anything. looked like that anyway. I'm just looking at a picture, but I don't know. It was an AK something. Mm. Um, but how did you know it was Russian? That's pretty cool. Anyway... Just from I, games and films and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was... The, it was like that anyway. So it shot back and it was so strong into the shoulder and they're like, you have to push it really hard into your shoulder. Like f- from the get-go? Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people didn't because we were like... You know, we were like kids, like 16, 17 or whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it, would you either? You also, sorry, but they you had like know. huge bruises. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So when you watch it in movies, it's just, it's unbelievable. Do you like, think there's no way. soldiers ever placed like, um, you know, like protection in one particular area of yeah, their arm? Absolutely. To stop the, absolutely yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, They'd be firing the weapon so many times. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. I think some weapons actually have, they have the shoulder thing on it. Uh, so you just like loop it over your... Yeah. That would be useful. I don't know. This is how much I know about weapons, nothing. Yeah, we don't know anything about those kind of things, as you can probably tell. But it's good to speculate, regardless. Uh, how about this one, Joe? To get someone's goat. Uh, like annoy someone. Annoy someone. So in the 19th century, nervous horses would supposedly be calmed down by placing a goat in the stall with them. Rival horse owners would steal or get the goat to upset the horse and win the race. Wow, that's clever. Yeah. Did they get in trouble for that? I mean, I imagine that's uh, pretty illegal, right? Mm. You would think so. Do you think that placing the placing a goat in a store would have any effect other than just be irritating? Apparently, it calmed them down. There we go. Uh, oh, this is so. <laughs> God, this is so British. To have a knees up. Oh, have a good knees up. Have a knees up. Have a good drink. Have a good party. Have a good dance. Why does that make me cringe too? Do you know what that reminds me of? Um, Oliver Twist. You know, when Nancy's in the... That is a fantastic scene, by the way. I just... I love Oliver Twist. You know, when they're in the... (coughs) Sorry. um, When they're in the pub and Nancy's singing. Mm, Yeah, I do. What's the song? What's the song? Because she just says knees up then, doesn't she? Is it knees up Mother Brown? No. What? Knees Is that another saying? That's a, it's an old music hall song. That's where it comes from. Oh. Knees up Mother Brown. No. <laughs> so British. Oh, God, this is making me like... Have you not seen Oliver sweat Twist? from embarrassment. I've seen Oliver Twist, yeah. So, so think about that scene. She's in like a red dress and they're in like this pub bar thing mm. underneath the ground. I can't think what I don't remember and what she's, she's like, singing. Oh, I can't she's like swinging it. the dress thing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she says knees up something, and she's like stamping on the table. Oh, no, I know what you mean. That's going to really annoy me. I bet I'll remember it as soon as this finishes. Probably. Anyway, you're you're right. That's that, a, that's, that's another one up, of those songs, though. It has like gobbledygook in it. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'd. I'd if I remembered it, I would probably not like that then. Dress to the nines. Ooh. You dress to the nines? You dressed up real nice. 
Yeah, you're, you're looking, looking real fancy. You look at what would, what would kids say today? You're looking fly. Was that old now? Probably old. Oh god. See, I just cringed at myself. I even tried to. Oh yeah, that was a bit cringy. Oh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Not not. It's not cringy for our generation. I think it is. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. Like, they probably say like I don't know. See, even if I say this, it's gonna it's gonna be. Cringy. Tell me. You got to tell me. Keep me informed because I'm I out think, of the loop. I think they say like drip. Drip? Like you're dripping in, like, gold or, like, you know, you're drip, dripping. See, my dad would be li- would be laughing right now because drip is not... Is, I know. Is the opposite. Uh, it is, it is. Yeah, drip is, like... If you call stupid. someone a drip, you're just, like, a, just useless. It's not calling someone a drip. It's, like, saying that... No, that's what, I, that's what my thoughts went to, though. Hold on, let me have a look. Looking good um, slang. Anyway... Snatched. Snatched for the gods. You know that one? Because of RuPaul. Okay, I've heard that one. Or on fleek, fire. You say fire. I've heard that looking fire. On point, straight fire. (laughs) On point. (laughs) The way I say it. (laughs) Well, this was from 2020. This is probably out of date already. Oh, that's well old, Joe. What are you doing? Gucci. Looking Gucci. Looking Gucci. Lit. Thirsty. I feel like even lit now is is old. Because I'm, I'm yeah, aware well, of that one. Yeah, yeah. Any of the ones that I'm aware of, I feel like are instantly out of date. Goat. Looking goat. Greatest of all time. That's what that means. It's funny how these things Dope. have... They just completely change in meaning over time, don't they? Oh, I don't think you can say looking goat. I think it just means like it's the greatest goat. of all time. But you like say this, it's something's goat. Like the song or... Uh, yeah. I think snatched is probably... Anyway, do you want to know what dress to the nines, where Very that comes from? Thirsty is like getting attention. I'm going to tell you anyway. This was the first record... This That's not correct. This Tight. Was, Sorry. This was first <laughs> recorded, dressed to the nines, first recorded by the poet Robert Burns, but others have suggested it was originally dressed to the eyes, which in medieval English would have been to then iron. <laughs> to thine iron or something like that. To thine iron. To thine iron. So looking good in your mm. eye, I suppose. Um, how about this one? Cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Why is it terrible? It's not terrible when I when I tell you the meaning. Oh, go ahead. All right. I mean, it sounds like you're literally saying freeze the, the testicles yeah. off a monkey made of brass, right? Yeah. That is... Apparently not correct. This phrase was first recorded in America in the mid-1800s. Some believe it originated from the Napoleonic Wars and derived from the brass plate, called the monkey, that cannonballs were stacked on. When it was cold, the brass would contract and the balls would fall off. <laughs> so literally freeze the balls wow. off a brass monkey, not the, not the cannonballs off a plate. That's very funny. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. Um, I think we've got time for one more. No one really seems to understand where this one came from, but not enough room to swing a cat. <laughs> All you cat lovers out there are like, no, don't well, say that. Swing obviously, it's like, it's a small area. It, yeah, so it's a confined space. Mm. But it's, some people think it's to do with uh, a whip, like a cat, cat of nine tails. 
Oh. Suggesting that there wasn't enough room in a... Um, Since when did we use in, whips? In a cabin. Well, it was used for court marching all the time, wasn't it? You know, you'd, you'd whip like a, a, uh, a soldier or someone who'd done something wrong. Really? Yeah, it happened all the time. That's horrible. Give him a, a lashing. Oh, dear. And so, not enough room to swing a cat, wasn't enough room to bring your arm back to... Oh, uh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That's just your theory? That's a theory. Oh, a theory. Yeah, mm. but it's kind of Is there any that in me, mystery. And you, me and you use <laughs> every day? What's that? Like, phrases like that. We've probably used about ten already in this podcast and haven't even realised. Probably, yeah. Um, I, the way I notice is if I say it in front of, like, a Japanese person and they say, what does that mean? Yeah, they're stumped by the... Yeah, like I said, um, it's like pulling teeth the other day, you said, and I said it's like getting blood out of a stone. Mm. But when you explain it, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of idioms, don't we, under mm. the weather. But they do in Japanese too. True. Because I've they've tried to explain to me before, like some of my students or like different teachers, they've tried to explain the meaning. Mm. There was one that was about insects and bringing like a message from the future or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I just couldn't... Well, that sounds interesting. But... This poor lady was desperately trying to explain it to me. And she kept saying the phrase in Japanese. Um, but I just wasn't getting it at all. Because I didn't quite... Because she was trying to explain another story and the mean, why the meaning yeah. at the same time. So I wasn't getting whether she was explaining the story or, or the meaning. Yeah, I see what you mean. I was a bit confused. But I want to find out what that one is, actually. The thing is, we know what it's like idioms are really difficult to describe because you're essentially saying here's the words put together in a phrase you know the meanings of the words mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you're kind of saying that on you really yeah against the clock people are like what do you mean like put my head against the the clock literally mm-hmm. just, it's completely um it's illogical especially when you're learning a language it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense you're mm-hmm. trying to learn the opposite of whatever the thing is you know yeah um but anyway, nonetheless. Anywho. I hope you enjoyed that little segment about I enjoyed it very much. Cringe British slangs. Um if you've got <laughs> any I've got I've got another thing I want to talk about next week actually was related to um like proverbs from different countries that I thought would look pretty interesting. So we can discuss that next week. So were you gonna say <coughs> if anyone has some Oh yeah, if anyone has any particular they've got to be cringe. <laughs> They've got to be cringe ones from your um, country, city, town, village, whatever. I wouldn't say some of those were cringy though. No, Just I think I think it's the way that they're oh, often said. You know, yeah, they're, yeah. Often, they're, they're said in this like blase kind of. How's your mother? A bit of how's your oh. father? Oh, why did I? How's <laughs> <laughs> your mother? That's a new she's one. fine, thank you. She's, she's quite well, quite well. <laughs> oh bit of how's your God. father? Yeah, if you've got any ones that. Resemble that kind of thing. Ooh. Send them in. Jodie's causing havoc with the microphone. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's fine. Um, yep. Once again, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Our Weird Life. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Our Weird Life Pod. Become part of the Owl Commune. Twitty. Twitty. Well, Jodie was 
Thought he was ready for that. I know. Perch you like an eagle. Think I was, ready to swoop. You, you didn't think I was, did you? No, I thought you were just, um, you know, not not present, but you were. I am present. Ready with your twitty. I can multitask, you say. Yes, apparently so. Um, we record new episodes every week and release them at 6pm Japan Standard Time, so please find out whatever time that is <laughs> in your particular region. <laughs> if you want to be on the mark. We should do an Instagram Live this week. Yeah, we probably should do, shouldn't we? Mm. It's been a while. We should do something fun. I did notice that our, uh, our listenership has increased significantly this week, so thank you if you're one of those people. Yeah, thank you so much. It's nice to have you here. Yep, it is. So... Jody. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot. This week's <gasps> Pearl of Wisdom. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Commonly referred to as your revelatory statement. <sighs> no, 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 no. So you say you're prepared. I know. But you're not prepared, are you? What I'm going to say is... Here we go. <laughs> I've totally forgot, honestly. Hold on to your pants, see, socks. <laughs> pants socks. Brace yourself. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that um, age... Age gracefully, because <laughs> stop laughing. Like a command. No, because do um, gracefully. Like not 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 no like you know like, you know like when you're young and like older people make comments like that like little phrases like oh and you're like oh that's so that's so cringy mm-hmm. or whatever. But then when you get to that age, you like oh I love it now. I'm accepting it as part of my life. Right. So. Just be prepared for that. I don't know what I'm talking about. Can you tell? Is it, are you saying embrace the cringe? Embrace the cringe because it's funnier and don't take yourself so seriously, you know? Yeah. Like, just enjoy. Like, we're at the age now where we can say, oh, it's raining cats and dogs. Yeah. Or bit nearly, of your father. Bit of your father. Like, we're nearly there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're so, right. So, um, instead of being like, oh, that's, I don't want to say that because that's what old people say yeah that's we, true we're now getting there okay so we can do it right. okay fine you know what i mean embrace the cringe you heard it here first but i think everyone does that naturally except scatting no one likes scatting <laughs> rude i like scatting <laughs> i do not okay thank you very much for joining us <laughs> see you next week bye bye <laughs>